Memes, adverts, and sales. Is this what LinkedIn is set to become? Are we stuck in a new era of flexing and influencerness? Have we gone social index score mad? Has the algorithm brought us into a new age of LinkedIn? This is what we're going to be discussing today on 99P Gen Z with myself, Sam Wood, and my co-host, Connor Cook. Introduce yourself, hey. Connor. You got it first time, Sam. Nice intro. I did. First time. <laughs> Um, so today we're going to be talking about, I guess, a trend we've noticed for a little while in LinkedIn now. Um, There's platforms sort of, I guess, evolving, you could say. Um, we've noticed a lot of change. Um, or devolving, depending on the way you look at it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, depending on what you use the platform for. So uh, first off, Connor, what is LinkedIn to you? What's the sort of mission statement of LinkedIn? Uh, well, first off, mission statement for LinkedIn is... Um, to connect, share, and collaborate ideas. Um, and I think for people who've listened to the podcast for a while now, they'll know that I am a strong advocate for LinkedIn because I think it's a great platform. Um, I'm always saying how good it is for finding your ideas because a lot of uh, professionals share what they're working on and, just, and you know bring up problems and professionals in the industry and their sectors will find that and comment on it. And I often come away feeling a bit more enlightened so I generally have a pretty good outlook on LinkedIn, although as you find out later in this episode, my view on it has changed over time. Yeah, I think I love LinkedIn. Um, I guess there's sort of two young professionals in air quotes. Um, yeah, me and you sort of... Whippersnappers. Yeah, two young whippersnappers using it for sort of inspiration and um, being able to connect with people that you might not be able to have a conversation with, but now, you know, with LinkedIn, you can sort of see what they're doing, see what work they're up to. And it's really interesting, especially to sort of research a um, certain particular industry. I think it's really good. I think yeah. the issue I think that we've seen with LinkedIn is um, as we've seen people understand the algorithm more and your um, social index score, um, if, for people that don't know, the social index score is basically it's basically how good you are on LinkedIn's algorithm. So are you doing the right things to get your posts in front of the right people, basically? And there's a yeah. sort of checkbox exercise you can do to get in front of those people. And LinkedIn, you know, you can check your score. It's, it's not like Instagram things where you have to sort of guess and move Figure out, yeah. And yeah, LinkedIn will tell you. So I think because they tell you, I think people are really focused on this score. Um, and I, th I think this is where the sort of, um, yeah, adverts and sales comes in yeah um so connor what, what sort of thing have you been coming across linkedin recently so i think in my description that i gave before i called it a professional social media platform and yeah. quite simply if you had a spectrum from professional to social media linkedin is slipping and it's heading towards more social media and like we said with the um the algorithm people have basically figured out that the more you post, the more engagement you get gives you a higher score. So if LinkedIn's algorithm then puts you in front of more people. So you now see the rise of more memes, uh, more image based content questions, uh, people, you know, baiting for engagement as, as you would say, uh, which to be honest, doesn't make for good content because it's just cheap. Yeah, I think like I said can, before, like I'd usually come away with, you know, learning something or having a new insight. But now it's just I go on LinkedIn. I don't know whether I'm on Instagram or Facebook because it's just a stream 
of like really poor quality images, bad jokes, and really personal stuff. Like people are getting confused with the, the use of the platform. And it's just, I don't know, it doesn't sit well with me. And I think it's interesting because at the end of the day, we don't want to sit here and say, this is how you do this. It's interesting to let people post the content they want and to sort of see what direction it goes. I think my issue of why I'd say it's a negative for LinkedIn at the minute is that LinkedIn to me was a, a social media platform as much as it was a tool for networking and um, inspiration and research. And, and it, was, it did really well at that. I think the issue with people knowing the algorithm now is, is what you said about um, the sort of engagement baiting. So I, I found a post here and I won't name any names or anything. Um, but basically they're, they're saying, do people enjoy working from home? And they've given three options. They said, um, like if you work, like working from home, uh, celebrate if you like working from the office, or love if you uh, work, like enjoy working at both. So and just, that is literally what it boils down to. That, that post right there is the epitome. Yeah. It's, I hate it so much. Because and I think they don't look, care. They, they don't care if you, if you want to stay at home working or if, if you want to go back to the office. They just want your engagement. And I think so it's they really can interesting sell in because the it's a very, it seems like a very shallow post. And I'm not just bringing up this post as something that, you know, I've seen someone on my feed uh, post. This has 70,000 engagement and 1,729 comments. This is something that a lot of people are engaging with. And I think the reason they're engaging with it is because people on LinkedIn maybe aren't as sort of savvy as uh, people on other social media platforms when it comes to engagement baiting. And I think my real issue here is that it's not adding any substance. There's not a real discussion about, this, the, the person posting this post isn't trying to create a discussion about, you know, can we optimize working from home? Do we enjoy working from home? Um, yeah. She, she wants the engagement. It happens that in the comments, there have been some people starting that discussion. But even when you look through the comments here, you notice that it's a lot of people trying to sell themselves. And I think this is where my issue has come from, is that it's not got the social part of a social media platform because it's not really a conversation. It's more just people shouting and shouting the loudest. Yeah. Um, and that's what really rubs me the wrong way, I guess, is that it's just not, it's lost that inspiration. It's not professional to me anymore. Like it, it yeah. is, but it's the way people are conveying themselves isn't professional. Like um, the, the chief culprits, ourselves included, are marketers and salespeople. Yeah, we're the worst for it. We are the worst. And it's literally like you said: the the louder you, you shout, the more attention you get. But this time, it's not about how loud you shout; it's more like how frequent you're shouting, yeah. and like how many people listen to you and like interact with you. And it's, it, it makes for a very sort of not. In, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Not not like an enjoyable experience on your on your feet. I'd say. I used to go on LinkedIn and it would be like pretty much every, every post with an exception to a few would be like a genuine post, something you know, worthwhile reading. It would have some substance, a good link to like, you know, a resource or something like that. But now I'd say it's completely flipped. I'll go on it. I mean, I'm on it right now as we, as we speak, I'm just scrolling and it's meme after meme after meme. Uh, there's a salesperson here on holiday. It's just a selfie of them saying, they've earned a rest I'm like it's, i don't know it's that's that's not useful to me i don't, I don't care about that and then you, you get people saying like oh it's not a social media platform 
you know, don't, don't like I saw, uh, what's her name? Uh, like a saleswoman. And she said on a post, LinkedIn is not Tinder. And then I don't know, it just, are people getting confused with the, with the platform? I feel like they are, that it's, it's no longer professional. I think I've I got, um, we, we might have cracked the code here in a way that I think part of the issue is that um, people obviously use LinkedIn in work hours a lot of the time. And I think people used it at first as a professional platform. I think people have almost maybe got, I don't know if I want to say bored of that or if they've seen certain influencers content uh, and the way that's going and that's been successful. And I think basically what we've witnessed is people trying to make it more friendly and engaging and less, um, less professional, just in a way to, to make it more conventionally fun in a way. Mm. Um, but in reality, I, I, I think there is social platforms that have the fun element and they do it well. And I kind of liked that LinkedIn was different, but now it feels like LinkedIn is becoming more of the same. Yeah, because you could go on LinkedIn and know you'd find something work-related. But now I don't know whether that's possible because um, the content's changed. I think a reason for that is because they see the success that Instagram is having with, you know, memes and same with Reddit and, you know, more social posts. So I think people have tried to bring that across in an attempt to get more, you know, engagement, which it does. But I don't know about you, but I'm not liking these posts. So is it... I'm going to make a claim here that it's, it is older people posting them. It's not Gen Z. But I think, I think there's, uh, I guess, more millennials than Gen Zs that have learned to manipulate this system. And fair play to them. And I think they've noticed that the sort of Instagram... That's the thing, though. Gen Z, on, Gen Z aren't falling for it, though. So it's millennials, I guess, playing to other millennials and boomers. So I guess I we'll see... We could see another development that five years from now, LinkedIn changes again. But I think I've witnessed, like, from just scrolling through now, I think you're starting to see um, people adopting the Instagram mentality of, you know, selling lifestyle, selling sex appeal, selling things like that. And that works. Yeah. And cats. All those things just bring in massive <laughs> amounts of engagement. And I think it's starting to work the same on LinkedIn. So people, rightfully so, are taking advantage of that. Um, and I think people, because I think because people don't almost expect it, I think it stands out. I think that's why it does well. But now because everyone's trying to stand out, we're all doing the same thing. Mm. True. So where did this originate from? I've got a few ideas. I think it, it comes from like these people who preach. You get like these uh, social media gurus and then they get sort of inflated by one article that claims they're like... You can name and shame them, Colin. We've mentioned them on the podcast before. We're talking the, the Gary V's, the Stephen Bartlett's, and yeah. however much we personally aren't fans of them, we both admit to having a sort of fascination with how they've gamed the system, and they have done very well doing it. Um, they have done. They have done they're celebrities of LinkedIn almost at this point. But then I think they, they preach, and the people who do... Uh, post all this this rubbish on LinkedIn. They then take it on board and they try and sort of like radicalize it. So he'll say like, "Oh, you need to post five times a week." And then these salespeople are like, "Oh, I need to be doing it five times a day." So then yeah. they start producing 
content that's not thought about. It's just cheap grabs at attention, like the, the one you mentioned before. And it's just completely filling feeds with useless information. And I, don't, I don't know how it even makes sense to my feed because I don't. I try not to follow uh, people who spam, but obviously, you know, when somebody likes it, it then says, you know, Jimmy liked this post, so it still finds a way onto my feed, which is really annoying. But um, is that part of the problem then that it sort of LinkedIn invites noise, and the same way that Facebook does? If one of your friends has liked something or commented, yeah, on something, true. it's on your timeline. So I think one of the issues we might be seeing here is that that traditional content does exist, it's still there, and it's probably still doing well, but content like this, that's engagement baiting, appears on our feed because our connections are engaging with it. And I wonder yeah. if that's part of the problem is that LinkedIn almost wasn't set up for this type of content. So now that when people no. are creating it, they're sort of struggling to, you know, because my feed at the minute was scrolling through this, and I sort of, manage my connections decently to make sure it's all things I'm interested in. But it's just noise and adverts. That's the big part. But I think it's odd because even though it is a, an organic post and it's, you know, some guy on a beach on holiday or whatever, I still see that as an ad because I know deep down that's what the base function of it is. It's just him trying to sell himself. So I, I just, I, it's almost like that, um, I think a study came out that, we're trained to ignore ads on pages and yeah. i think that does happen because when i scroll i immediately recognize the format or uh, the type of language they use i just keep scrolling past i don't even you know give it a second of my time because i just I can't be bothered with it because it doesn't add anything to my my journey you know i think oh, it's really man. interesting it's... that when we we spoke about websites and platforms before and sort of the, the one piece of advice i'd give to to anyone looking to change their social media and you know maybe manage it for the better is just to scroll through and see what catches your eye you know are you caught is your eye caught by a particular type of video maybe you should consider making that type of content when i look through linkedin now i don't stop i just scroll and scroll and i'm sort of looking for something that will engage me but i don't find it and yeah. that's sort of the the weird new linkedin world i guess we live in um do you, do you think it could change. Do you think there's anything they could do to improve the experience, or do you think it's too too late well, for them and LinkedIn's lost, and it's going to have to be the baton's going to be handed on to the next social media platform that's professional? I think it's a good place to begin to sort of close off. Here is with the, the future of LinkedIn. I think for me is quite interesting because there isn't anything in mainstream social media like it. I think when you look at things like Instagram and um, you know your, your TikToks, your Instagrams, your Facebooks. There's platforms that could eventually um, replace them or you've sort of seen them be replaced before. LinkedIn to me is interesting because it's so connected. You know, you've got the whole job network on here. You've got the sort of social media angle to it. There's so much here um, that I sort of wonder if it can be replaced. So mm. I wonder if it's more of a case that as they can't be replaced, they will eventually adapt the algorithm. But that's if people want them to. Maybe people are happy with the new LinkedIn. Maybe it's just me and you, you know, saying that to us this. It could be work, that with Scrooges. It could be yeah, that with Scrooges. Maybe we're the, the Scrooges of LinkedIn. Maybe, but um, it's like we said at the beginning. It's social media, and it's a you know free world. You can post wherever you want. And unfortunately, the stuff that we don't like, maybe it's us, maybe it's our generation. This this type of content's getting traction. So maybe it's 
it's just a phase. I really hope that it is a phase. Um, but maybe it might move on or maybe it did stay. And this is the type of stuff that people like. I think watch this space with LinkedIn because it will be very interesting to see how it changes and why it changes. And this could eventually, a couple of years from now, be a great case study on this sort of social change. Um, yeah. And I'd, I'd love think, to, to see it happen. I think um, I'd be willing, looking at LinkedIn now, I'd be willing to look for or join a new platform or app that is more tailored to what I want, more of a hardcore professional platform where I can showcase my work or build a portfolio. That would be I'd cool. love to see competition. So I'd, I'd love if something came across and sort of, yeah. said you know this is the professional platform and then maybe linkedin can start to say okay well maybe we'd be a bit more social and we let um other platforms sort of take the more professional place yeah. i think just watch this space it'll be really interesting yeah i mean right now i can't name any so if you do know one leave a comment in the uh, descriptions and if you enjoy like, linkedin yeah. how it's become and you're posting the content yeah, leave a like content. <laughs> starts you know communicate with us because we're sat here being the scrooges of the platform maybe everyone else is out there enjoying it I'd, I'd honestly love to hear people's opinions on it yeah it would be cool all right should we wrap up there yeah that's good that's good great that's a good good discussion and i think it'll be interesting to see what happens maybe we'll cover this topic again with linkedin once it uh takes its next step more. into its evolution well, Indeed. thank you very much All for right. joining me, Connor. Um, Cheers, Sam. Enjoy your evening, and uh, I'll speak to you I later. Will. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.